You can find this and other Chirp Radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org podcasts. Roscoe Mayo for Chirp Radio, and I am here in the studio with Michael Valera. Hi, Mike. Hello. We're mostly going to be talking about your solo projects today, but just for our listeners, um, you do a lot of things, so what are the other bands that you play in? I play in a duo called Cleared, which is percussionist Stephen Hess and myself. There's, It's all sort of like related. It kind of happened organically over a few years, but Stephen also plays in a trio called Haptic, which is based out of Chicago, and one of the people in that outfit named Joseph Mills, we then started kind of exchanging material, and so we've released a few things under the name of uh, Mar. So those are those are two of the projects. And then it's just my solo my solo work. And then the newest thing would be the trio luggage that I'm in, which you guys did the like the, the session for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did a factory session in January with you guys. Yep. Well, I know this is generally a very despised question by musicians, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. <laughs> How would you classify your sound? Like if you had to genreify yourself and your, your personal practice and work, what would you say it is? The majority of it, even with luggage, I'm pretty interested in minimal arrangements so it's kind of like all of the projects I guess the thread through all of them would be minimalism and sort of things that are more maybe akin to like a score or something like that I'm really interested in film score and drone based music but the the solo stuff I don't know people always it kind of exists in the middle of a lot of different things just because a lot of it's atmospheric and textural but there's also rhythmic stuff in there as well I don't know dark ambient is like usually the I guess the closest genre people like throw it into stuff like that well I've kind of been dying to ask this question to a musician like you um, and never really had the chance but I don't have like any music background I don't have any music training um, and so for me when I hear music like this it, it takes me a minute to like understand like how those compositions could be arrived at sure because like you know in rock or like pop songs like for a listener who has no musical training it's like kind of easier to be like oh yeah like the drums might go there or like this is like where the progression of the song is going and so I'm really curious about like how that works for you like is it more of a feeling or is it just like a highly intellectualized thing like where where you're you put the musical compositions I've been playing guitar since I was really young so all of it stems from that even the things that aren't obviously guitar based there's always guitar and all of the material that I do and so a lot of it has to do with just things that I've developed in terms of how I how I like to play and so a lot a lot of the compositionals will just come from that and then I don't know it's really like it's a pretty like organic process it usually just starts with like a basic or simple arrangement that I'm interested in and then kind of expanding upon that fitting other things around it I mean it can change I guess the the methodology the methodology can change depending on sort of how I'm feeling or what I'm doing but at the end of the day I would say it's all it all comes from like my relationship with that instrument still is it easy to like remember how to replay those things live it depends I mean it's like with a project like luggage since it's more like traditional it's you know like song based that's a different thing than something like cleared where a lot of those records are created in the studio and then we'll sort of have the finished record and then figure out ways to, to go about playing it live. And then from there, usually in that process, we'll end up with a whole different kind of way of working that'll then influence like the next record that we do and things like that. So it depends on it depends on the project. Sometimes it can get a little overwhelming to finish something and then figure out how to represent it or how it can be represented live in the best way. I've noticed also that there's not a, a large amount of vocals on your solo stuff. On so the solo stuff, there's no vocals. Yeah. yeah. 
So is that something that, like, in luggage you do more as an instrumentation of your voice, or is it, like, a lyric-based thing? I don't know. I mean, I knew that we had wanted to have, vo have vocals when we started luggage, and I sort of started doing it. It's not necessarily singing or anything like that. It's sort of, like, monotone, like, talky like kind of vocals which makes sense for that project just the, the style of it and everything like that I mean I definitely spend as much time kind of like writing the things out I'll do maybe a lot of sort of like cut up like technique for the lyrics or just fragments of things that'll kind of like come together over the course of writing a song luggage is also funny in that I feel like a lot of the songs start the titles and then expand outward from that which is maybe an like I don't know a strange way to go about it but it's kind of like what works for us so noticed on your website that you have a lot of beautiful photography that follows sort of your music and I know that you are a photographer or you were trained as a photographer in school. Yeah I've been involved in photography since like high school. I just do it as my own personal like art practice I guess so it's not in any you know it's not like commercial photography or anything like that but I've done a fair amount of like record covers for for friends and other people that I know in different labels and things like that but and then for pretty much all of the projects I'm in do the artwork as well I really enjoy it and it's just another kind of it's also nice to have as a way to when cycles depending on how things are going whether you're you know with any of the projects you're kind of recording and then maybe that'll be released and then you do a small tour shows and stuff like that once that all kind of that cycle closes up it's nice to be able to return to visual work just as like a break for a little bit I've always kind of continuously done it it seems to have a very like consistent thread through it so it seems like you have a pretty substantial practice I feel like I have a pretty like strong aesthetic I guess mm -hmm. both in the music and for the for the photography it's all kind of it's all kind of like the same thing the photography reads is like it's it's very based in like contrast and dark mm -hmm. so I guess I'm curious if that aesthetic is that your aesthetic in general like with music as well yeah I think so like I said I mean when I was talking about minimalism earlier whether it be visual work or music it's just something I've always been attracted to. I like the idea of extracting as much information or um, something experiential out of something that, that is very minimal or reduced kind of. I don't know. I really don't know why. It's just always either with music or sound or visual work. It's something that's just kind of always resonated with me since I was even younger. So I just sort of kind of indebted to it now as like a general style, I guess. So, okay, well, I've got one curveball question for you. It's not really a curveball, but okay. one fun question, I guess. Um, since you are an avid guitarist, if you could play guitar or take lessons from any guitarist dead or alive who would it be oh man um i don't know that's a really weird question <laughs> is it i'd rather i don't know if i could hang w maybe with somebody okay but not play guitar i don't know maybe it'd be... okay well, who would you want to <laughs> hang with i don't know um i'm a really big uh robin guthrie fan not only because of you know his guitar work but as a producer as well um his work is really important to me with his solo work and with Cocteau Twins, so that would be get a drink with him. I don't know if I'd... It's funny to envision, like, just being in a room with anybody else, like, taking a taking a guitar lesson or something like that, maybe. But, sure, that'll be my answer. Did okay. MJ give you that question to ask? No, he didn't. He actually gave me nothing. Really? <laughs> I asked him for a curveball question last night, and he was like, he plays guitar. And I was like, you're not helping. <laughs> Good. Thank you, MJ. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, is there anything that you would like to add to the good folks of uh, your now hometown, Chicago? You know, I'd like to thank Chirp for having me out to do this and then also for you guys' support with doing the factory session. That was really great. And then, uh, yeah, there'll be a lot of stuff upcoming. The luggage record is called Sun. It's coming out on Automatic Recordings, which is a really great local label. Um, 
all of the cleared stuff is also on a really great local label called Immune, um, which has done really amazing work uh, over the years. My good friend Eric that runs that label, um, a lot of really great artists. Yeah, there'll be some shows coming up, so hope to see everybody out there. This has been Amanda Roscoe Mayo for Chirp Radio, and I have been in the studio here with Michael Valera. Thank you so much for joining me, Michael. Thanks. You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. You can find more interviews and features at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.